Hello, my name is Greta Harrison. Welcome to Born Fabulous Podcast, Episode 10 of Season 2. The theme of this season is Changing the World, One Friendship at a Time. You will hear interviews with best friends. One person happens to have a disability and the other does not. This episode is the third of my interview with Sean McElwee and his best friend, Sean Cuevas. Both Sean's are famous for being on A&E's groundbreaking show, Born This Way. Sean McElwee was one of the main stars, and Sean Cuevas was featured often as his best friend. Many of Sean Cuevas' life milestones include Sean McElwee and are on film as part of the show. Sean McElwee owns Shawnee's, a t-shirt company. He stars in The Sean Show on YouTube and is also a keynote speaker. He is 25, loves his independence, and loves life in a quirky and fun way he is now known for. Sean McElwee has Down syndrome. Sean Cuevos is the proud father of a son named Holden, who is three. He is also an outside sales rep and all-around great guy. Sean Cuevas is 36 and does not have a disability. Both Seans have a deep, fun, and interesting friendship. This episode will share more stories and what inclusion means to them. Please enjoy this short clip of Love is a Potion. The lyrics are by Melissa Riggio, who was the focus of episodes one through four in season one. The music and voice are by Rachel Fuller. Sean M and girls at the beginning of born this way, the audience was introduced to his strong, stubborn personality when he, (laughs) he refused to, at the beginning, he really didn't want to give up on your girlfriend, Hillary at the time before she was your wife. So let's, let's talk about that because some of the audience has maybe misunderstood intentions or, you know, there's editing and things that come into play. So why don't we talk about that experience? Yeah. It, I mean, it was more, more playful than anything. Um, but Sean is, uh, can be persistent and uh, too, too annoying. No, I don't, I wouldn't say it's, a, it was annoying at all. Um, I thought it was funny, but I, but I know Sean and I knew Sean going into that moment and he's just, he's just a funny person. He wasn't really trying to steal my girlfriend. He was just, just being funny, Sean, basically. Yeah, so like a joke's got big house. Um, I do jokes and everything. Yeah. Right, Sean? Yeah, exactly. And and, uh, and sometimes you get carried away, right, Sean M? Yeah, yeah, because sometimes I got an anger problem. Yeah, we all get angry at times. But, it, I mean, sometimes your jokes go on a little bit too long, I think. But, you know, and with the girls, you get a little carried away. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sean M, this is a good time to 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 talk about that. You really do make us laugh, and and I just want the audience to understand that even though it was portrayed as you really going after Hillary too strongly, and maybe you did go after her a little too strongly. The fact is that 
the people who were really in the middle of this, which is Sean C. and Hillary, they understood you more than anybody else did, correct? Yes, and, that's true. And but, so, um, uh, sometimes, like, like I'm a teammate, Sean C. is going to say about I can be a Hillary because him is a love for her because it's really hard for it. But for me, I do, I do understand it, mm-hmm. but sometimes it's too much for it. Yeah, yeah. He, he was always respectful. I, if I said, "Hey, you're going, you're doing a little bit too much," he would he would pull back and uh, realize that he was going getting a little carried away. And not too much. Yeah. yeah. Right. Exactly. And so, and then you knew that he had good taste in girls, right, Sean C? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So let's talk about what yeah. you're. What did he say? He said dating. Let's talk about dating. Okay, Sean M. <laughs> go ahead. Talk about dating. I um I'll just go um at the clock. I love her a lot and um I'm gonna marry her. Sean M, you really would like a serious girlfriend and you really do want to settle down, right? Yes, I said like that. Okay. And you and you really do want to settle down with somebody, even though you kind of play the field and you've had a lot of girlfriends. Your goal is not to do that forever. Your goal is to settle down. Is that right? Yes, but uh, sometimes it's really for him. He's kind of a uh, hand <laughs> with Hillary. Oh well, that's old. That's yeah, that's, that's back then now. Yeah, that's that's yeah. back then. But we're talking about you. Your goal is to be married one day, right? Yes. Okay. And I a dream home. And have a dream home. And and we've learned it could happen, right? Yes. We've learned. And Sean C., is that your goal, too, for the future? Or you're just going to take it as it comes? I, I think so. I, I would like to. Think so? in the future. Yeah. Right. And, of course, I want a dream home, too. Doesn't everybody? And it could happen? Yes, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, Sean C has fans too. You know, Sean M, you're not the only one with fans. Sean C has fans too. Yes, for him, <laughs> yes, but for me, I'm really special. Well, of course, <laughs> <laughs> you are really special. Exactly. <laughs> Sean C, let's ask this: um, your background. Had you ever met anybody with a significant disability before Sean M? Yeah, actually a close family friend who we, um, his dad, we always referred to as an uncle. He was one of my dad's friends he went to school with, had a son with Down syndrome. And um, I was raised with him as my cousin. And so we would uh, spend a lot of time together. And um, he actually moved out of state. So I haven't seen him in a while. Um, he lives most, mostly with his mom now. But uh, we were really close growing up. And I actually was one of the, uh, um, I forget exactly what they call it for Little League. Um, I would go out there and help him when he would would play baseball. So I was really involved with uh, his sports teams and everything. Oh, that's really cool. And was he about the same age as you or was he younger? Yeah, he was one year younger. He was one year younger. And so you grew up with him. In your high school, did you have anybody with disabilities included in your classes that no, you knew not, of? Not in our in, in any of my classes. Um, there were I was uh, um, I knew some of the people at school, 
but there wasn't really any inclusion in my classes in high school, which uh, I think would probably, uh, I think it would have helped the dynamic of the classrooms if we did have it, definitely. Well, I hope everybody heard you say that. Can you say that again one more time, a little louder? Go ahead. I think just having uh, more inclusion in the classrooms in high school would help with the dynamic in every classroom and would uh, help everybody, not just um, you know people with special needs, but also typical people. It's definitely, I think Sean has done more for me in my life than I've done for him. Um, yeah. <laughs> and um it's just uh just raising awareness and um you know there's more people out there in the world than than our, our own selves and, yeah. that's really that's really profound thank you for sharing that and then you have you had experience after your friend that you grew up with yeah when i was in the military we um we housed some special olympic athletes in our barracks they actually would come, they came and lived with us for a few days on base, which was really cool. And, uh, and one of the guys that, the guy that lived with me, he was uh, similar to Sean. He was very uh, girl crazy. He wanted me to introduce him to every girl in the Air Force. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, besides the sporting events, I spent a lot of time introducing him to other airmen. <laughs> <laughs> you mean air women, correct? <laughs> well, yeah. That's, uh, I'm air, teasing. Air women. They're all called airmen. The I'm just teasing. That was a joke. Um, that that was purely a joke. But yeah. that's that's cute. So I I that's very refreshing because I personally did not know about the tie between the military and Special Olympics. So yeah, I'm not cool. sure if every base does it, but uh, our base did it, which was pretty cool. It was definitely everybody enjoyed it. Everybody. I don't think there was a person that uh, didn't volunteer to have someone stay with them. So it was it was pretty cool. That's neat. Sean C., you're a very complex guy. There's a lot to the layers in all the very best way. So oh, that's, that's very good. And Sean M., we know that there's a lot to you as well. <laughs> you're a lot to handle. You're a, you're a lot to handle, aren't you? Not really. <laughs> Not really? Pretty oh, simple I, guy, Sean. <laughs> I, I think your mom might disagree. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, a lot of fun, though. Yeah, a lot of fun. A lot of fun. My son, Thomas, uh, do take it seriously. I don't know how to do anything. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, of course. There's a lot of things you take. In your business, you take seriously, too, right? Yeah, I do. Yes, you do. Yeah. You like eight o'clock? I'm out of your business. I do take it seriously. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely, he's been serious with April Clark for, for a few weeks now. Right? Yeah. yeah. But you've also had, you've had long, steady relationships. Your last one was pretty long. Wasn't that's it? Katie. Kaylee? Katie. Katie. No. From Las Vegas? No. no you, you, no, you had a girlfriend for like a year. Over you, a year. You had a girlfriend for over a year. That's what Sean C is talking about. Now, let's let's talk about um, what advice you might have for other people out there. Um, let's, and when I'm when I'm talking about advice, there might be people in places of worship, all different faiths, or there might be people in schools or in nonprofits, various areas, who might be interested in getting people with disabilities together with typical peers who do not have disabilities and what advice would you have for them? 
I, I got it. Okay. Um, some people, um, I don't want to hear about no bullies, no bullies in, in high school. Don't do that because um, no bullies means no good because mm-hmm. they, they are getting fired from school, preschool, and teen high school and college or anywhere else because it's not right to do that. Like, no bullies. I agree. That's one thing. Um, um, inclusion, just hanging out, you know, special needs or anybody with disabilities with somebody that's typical, I think it would lessen bullying. Um, people have more experience with people different than themselves. And they wouldn't be, you know, acting negatively towards people that they don't understand. And I think that's one of the benefits. But there's so many other benefits, too, of just having you know, relationships with people that, aren't like you. You know, you can understand other people. Um, it just, it helps with a greater understanding of the rest of the world, really. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, like uh, different disabilities. Yeah. I mean, there's people with dif- different disabilities. doesn't mean that they can't be just as good of a friend as someone without disabilities. Even more so. Or it's even harder, like, uh, they can't understand them. Yeah, sometimes people choose to not hang out with somebody because they can't understand them. But just being around somebody helps understand more. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, some things, um, some people like disabilities, they can't talk. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, then you have uh, to speak for him and stuff like that. Right? So, yeah, there was some people at Refuge that uh, weren't verbal but they still got involved and still did all the activities with us and developed friendships. Um, they just communicated differently, which is, which was great to, to see that you, know, you can communicate with people that don't have the same verbal abilities as you. That's it, very cool. It's, it's really heartful for a lot of people. It happens in schools. Yeah. Yeah. Schools can be tough, pretty hard. Yeah. Well, that's a powerful message because you started with bullying and then, Sean C., you ended with with how we can all learn about each other and get along well. And I guess I just want to clarify for the people out there who are still hesitant and they say, well, I I know it's a good thing to do and I want to do it, but I just don't know how. Um, was Was your program Refuge? driven by demand from the church or was it your pastor's idea or whose idea was it? You know, you know? I'm, I'm not sure I, think, it I think it's me because um, <laughs> I'm the right <laughs> 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 no, uh, I'm kidding. <laughs> Sean is kidding. Sean M is kidding. Um, no, but so you're not sure whose idea it was? No, I got invited by my friend Pat, the one that actually went with us on the uh, oh, audition. And um, it had been going on for a while. And uh, His name is Dave Bullock. Oh, yeah. Dave's, Dave runs it. Dave's the, um, the, the leader that puts it on every week. And um, I think he was involved with the Tesoro um, Club, right? Yeah. It was like an after-school club at a school. And then he – I don't know – what the correlation was with uh, or with Mountain View Church, but that's where he started it at Mountain View Church. Okay. Well, thank you for that. 
Thank you for listening to Born Fabulous Podcast's 10th episode of Season 2. I hope you enjoyed it and want to hear more. If you would like to see this episode, it is available on YouTube and on bornfabulouspodcast.com. The friendship between both Sean's is a joy to see as well as hear. In Episode 11, both Sean's will talk about the Emmys, goals, advice, and brotherly love. To see some photos and videos of both Sean's or to sign up for our email list, please go to www.bornfabulouspodcast.com. Please like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram and Twitter, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're also on Pinterest. I'd be honored if you would leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Now, please enjoy this clip of Love is a Potion. The lyrics are by Melissa Riggio, who was the focus of episodes one through four in season one. The music and voice are by Rachel Fuller.